Good evening, folks, and welcome to JTOG. I'm your host, and of course we have our wonderful co-host, Nick from the Nick Job. Haven't used that one in a while. Yeah, yeah. I always use the old drums. Uh, so is there something want 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 going on? Are you? Just, I don't know. No, just... life's good, man. <laughs> How about you? How's life going, man? It's it's uh, poor. poor. <laughs> life's poor. poor. <laughs> Otherwise, it's good, man. <laughs> Keep playing the lotto, man. That nine hundred million dollars and six hundred fifty million dollars. Uh, I'll oh, never. No. One of them just hit a billion. Oh, okay. I don't know if it's mega millions or nine hundred ninety-nine just... million. I think is what it's at now. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's, it is ridiculous. So, Woo, craziness. Can okay. you imagine if one of us won the lotto? A billion dollars. Yeah, folks, you'd never hear from me again. No, I'm scared. <laughs> I think our podcast would go viral at that point if everybody <laughs> yeah, knew that you won a billion dollars. Everybody'd want to be my friend. We supported you in your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Give Power us some money. Ball. Yeah. <laughs> where's the where's the camera? Powerball just hit one billion. Damn. Okay. What's the Mega Millions at? Mega Millions is six hundred and forty million. Oh, okay. So I need to go buy tickets. Is what you're telling me. You need to get on this, this app. What? I can buy my tickets right here, right now, while we're on the podcast. Oh, okay. What's the name of the app? Well, should we promote it? <laughs> I don't it's called, care. It's called Jack Pocket. Jack Pocket. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the one that Jerry was telling yeah. us about. Yeah, Jack Pocket. Yeah, That's yeah. what she used. Okay. I've been buying, instead of buying like, you know, $10, $20 worth of quick picks every week or something like that. All right. Every time the Powerball goes or the Mega Millions goes or just Lotto Texas, I just buy one quick pick. There you go. Wrong with that. I, I mean, simple, simple as that. If I'm going to win, doesn't matter whether I pay a dollar or $500 for tickets. You know right. what I mean? Exactly. Oh, yeah, it betters your chances. No, it doesn't. The good Lord's going to decide to give you that money or not. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, you can't win if you don't play. So I'll play, and I'll just buy one ticket each. <laughs> you know, but I'll do it every time they roll. Right. So Mega Millions, all three of them, I think they go twice a week. Yes. So I'll buy five. I'll buy $10 a week worth of tickets. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. So, no. Still, okay. I'm still playing. Yeah, so. no, and nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> That's a definite racket, man. I know it is. How, how do you? I mean, honest to God, if you won the lottery, even if you won ten million, yep, you couldn't tell anybody about it. You can't even tell your best friends, your family. Nope. You know how do you do that? That'd be a good TikTok because I don't know. I, I don't know how I could not say something. Okay, well let's make it today's TikTok. All right then, let's talk about the lotto. <laughs> since it's at it's since it's at a billion dollars. It's at Powerball is at one billion dollars. Okay, so you're saying you can't tell and you wouldn't tell any of your friends. Well, they they tell you the minute you tell one person, they're not gonna keep it a secret. Okay. Everybody's gonna know about it, and all of a sudden you're gonna have a whole bunch of friends or a whole bunch of enemies. Right. 
you know, so now your kids have to be watched and all that stuff. And somehow kidnap them and for ransom because now they know you're worth billions or eight billion or whatever. Right. You know? Right. You walk away with six hundred million dollars after a billion lotto if you take the lump sum or however that works. Right. You actually only get about forty percent of it. That's sixty. That's six hundred million. No, that's four hundred million. Of what? A billion. If it's if it's a billion dollars, forty percent off a billion dollars is what? Four hundred million. No. Yeah. That, no. Okay. How do you figure that? What's ten percent of a billion? A hundred million. Okay. So forty percent of a billion is four hundred million. So subtract four hundred million from a billion dollars. Oh yeah, six hundred million dollars. You're walking away with six hundred no, million dollars. You only walk away with four hundred million. No, from what I've heard, I'm just I'm just telling you. Forty percent is tax. That's what they're going to take off the top. Forty percent is for tax. I, I've just from what I've read online, they said after the state gets theirs, after the federal gets theirs, you honestly only see anywhere between forty to fifty percent of it. Yes, which so is see, really heard, sad. Well. The, now I see where you're coming from because if you get a billion and you get it all up at a lump sum, yes, they knock forty percent of that off. Right. Then they tax it. Yes. Which is another forty <laughs> percent. Well, it's probably around thirty to thirty-five, but yeah, you're another two hundred million is taken right off. Yes. Yeah. So you're so only going to see four hundred million. <laughs> yeah. I, I see how you're saying that now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you think about it, you won the billion dollar lotto, but you're only going to take home about four hundred million. It's yeah, like, like really? the Lotto Texas, it starts off at $4 million. Right. If you take the lump sum, it cuts it in half plus taxes. So you're going to walk away with about a million one. million and a half, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I can't live on that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you, do you really think right now if you had a million dollars cash in your pocket, you could retire and live for the rest of your life? Hell no. Absolutely not. No. You'd be broke in five years. Dude, I'd be broke in five months. Yeah, well, think about how much how much housing costs and property costs and all that shit these days. I mean, let's be honest. All those well, people I mean, from California coming over and bloating the cost of all the properties because their their cost of living was stupid in California. Yeah, now rumors having it that they're moving back. <laughs> Good for them. Please go. I know. Go back. <laughs> I know. Thank God. See, the good Lord works in mysterious ways, doesn't he? Yeah, they all come down here from their perfect weather, and then it gets absolutely hot as hell for like a month. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Take your ass back to California, please. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Stop bloating our yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, real estate's real estate. It's not going to go down. It it's stuck now. It you know should I mean? go down. If a house is worth, if a house is worth three hundred thousand. They're gonna sell it for four hundred and ten thousand. Maybe they'll take four hundred, but it's not gonna drop below that anymore. Oh, I bet you it'll will. stay at four hundred thousand and go up. No, it'll drop. You think so? Yeah. There'll be a recession. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's gonna be a little bit of a housing market crash, in my opinion. I think it's coming. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't. 
I'm not an expert or anybody who by any means, but if you look at the way things are going, you can't maintain the current value. It's just impossible because the, the uh, salaries don't match the value. You know, the cost of living in Houston doesn't actually match the value of the home. And but yet people are still able to afford a four, five, six, eight hundred thousand dollar home. Yeah, and it's taken I mean, it's not, two people. It's taken both both people away from the home in order to afford that. It's taken right. you know, and that's the key point there is is it's taken um both parents, you know, or whatever. It's it's hard for a single person to be able to afford something like that. Because right. I mean, depending you know, on their salary, right? Well, I mean, and they tell you, don't buy a house that's more than three and a half times your your annual salary. Three and a half, huh? That's okay, or your monthly payment can't be any more than you know whatever a third of your monthly you know income. Oh, yeah, I'd like to look at that. You know, because let's just say. I'm bloviating the numbers, but let's just say you make $10,000 a month. Right. So you're saying that your monthly note should be what? Should never be more than $3,000 to $3,500. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. That's about right. Yeah. That's just like when you buy a wedding ring, it's supposed to be three months salary. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No. I know it's what they to say. Be like three or six months. No, I'm talking. We're just talking about averages. I, I that's know. not what I'm. You know, I know, I know. It's but, funny. Here's a perfect a example funny. talking about talking about win the lottery and money. The first house that I bought when I got married and had kids. Yeah, I paid sixty-seven thousand dollars for a fifteen hundred square foot home. Right. It's worth over three hundred thousand now. Right. And it's only been twenty years. So here's the interesting part. You say that. The housing market's going to, I mean, I get it. There's a seller's and a buyer's market. Yes. Right? Right now, it's a seller's market. So when I bought my house that I'm trying to get into now, there was no negotiating a penny on the price. Right. You either take it or leave it. Now, when it becomes a buyer's market, that's a whole different ballgame. Yes. You get a chance, but it's never going to. Let's talk about a $450,000 home. Right. If it was a buyer's market, I'd be lucky to drop it 10 grand. Okay, but here's the whole thing. And and this is why I say there's going to be a housing somewhat crash, but and I, and I've read it in a couple of articles where it's going to be a housing equalization. Okay? okay. And, okay. and and the way they're saying it and and from at least from what I'm reading on it we're getting a little away from the topic, but, but, you know, talking about if you had the lotto and buying stuff, from some of the articles I've read, they're saying that if your house was 250 okay, and now people are buying it for 400 okay, right? right. It's never going to go back to 250 but Correct. during that housing crash slash equalization, it will probably come back to around 325 I see what you're saying. Okay. It's no longer 400, but it's not back down to 250 either. So there's still right. going to be an increased value on the home, 
but it's not going to be the insane, insane, over-the-top, stupid price that we're seeing right now. True. And and that's, see, that was one of the go ahead. one of the things that I noticed was when you're looking on hard buying a home, right? They could be saying the house is worth four twenty five, but there'll be an appraisal value of somebody's guesstimation. Yeah, and it'll appraise it like three twenty nine. Yep. Okay, so if that's the case, how can they sell it for almost a hundred thousand dollars more than it's worth? Because they usually say your loan value can't be more than the appraisal value of the house. Is that correct? Right. Well, that's where the people from California have bloated the value because they're coming oh, yeah. in and putting $200,000 taking a loan for less than the appraisal dist- uh, amount. I heard they're buying houses for like a million dollars on the water and paying cash because they're three bedroom two bath one car garage duplex or townhome yep they sold for 2.5 million in california and it was a piece of shit right in california yeah yeah i know that's how they were doing it well we we found out we can work from home so we're going to move to texas and buy a badass 1 million dollar home on the water on a private lake yep and sell our $2 million piece of crap condo that we're sharing with six other people <laughs> because we can't afford it. I know. <laughs> you know they're doing that? Uh, I know it is. And no, they are, 100%. I mean, and I can't fault them for that. You know, that that's the sad part, is you can't fault them, okay? Right. The, the salary they're getting from their company is bloated, too. It's reflective of California's you know, uh, kind of value in their pay scale instead of what the cost of living is here in Houston. That's yes. where that skewed value is coming from. And let's just be honest. You know, my cousin yes. works for, a, works for uh, a medical company, a company that, built, that, that supports uh, the computer systems for all the radiology, radi, radi, radiology equipment, the, the, uh, MRIs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say he's a computer guy. He builds those machines that connect to all the MRIs and the EKGs and all that drama, right? Right. His company was bought by a company out of California. And they said, we will buy you a home comparable to what you have here. We will adjust your salary, blah, blah, blah. They did all that. His, his salary adjustment was four and a half times per year what he was making here in Texas. Yep. So if he was making a hundred thousand dollars here, his salary just jumped to four fifty. Right. In order to just live the same lifestyle. Just to be able to live exactly the way he's living here, yes. Right. Right. And I don't even know if that that's good. No, and it's not good because here's the whole thing. They have a forty percent tax rate, stack state tax rate. So 40% of that automatically gets cut off and goes to the state. Oh, yeah. You know, Especially now that you're jumping up into a different tax bracket. Right. Exactly. I'm not talking about federal. I'm just, Well, no, I think it is factored in. It's about 40% between federal and state. California has state tax? Yeah, yeah, they have state tax. Because Texas doesn't. I know. So That's why a Florida lot of people are moving Oregon, here. Right? <laughs> so, well, I heard Tiger Wood, he got a better tax rate to be based out of Texas than Florida. So he bought a house here and called it his primary resident 
so that his money wasn't taxed as much. Exactly. From Florida. Yep. Huh. That's odd. I know. So now let's change the subject and get back to the lotto. Yes. If you won the lotto. Yes. What's the most minimal amount of money you could live and and retire right now? I can answer that question quickly. Minimal amount of money. The min, if, if you won the lotto and you wanted to retire today, how much would you need to live the rest of your life? I'm 52 now. That's a tough question. 40 million. Jesus, Jay. I don't know where you came up with that astronomical fee. That's not minimal. <laughs> okay, it's not minimal. Okay, honestly. If you if oh. you if if you look at it grand scheme of things, okay, honestly. Right. Split that in four. Okay. So but you gotta think about it this way. How much money are you gonna make on interest of that money sitting in a bank or a you're, Roth or something like that? You're exactly right. Ten million dollars right. will roughly make you about ten thousand dollars a month. Right. Maybe a little more. Right. Could I live off of that? Yes. Without question. Yes. I mean, I would have my little extravagance, you know. Right. I'd buy me a badass truck or maybe an RV and travel, you know, that kind of thing. Right. But I could I could win if I had ten million dollars cash, I could live, I could retire right now. And not work. Right. I'm saying not work. Just right. travel and do what whatever, you know. Right. Whatever I want to do. Right. See, and for me, I, I would want to, and, and you know, you, you look at that, but, you know, $10 million is the, the right amount if you think about it. But I was looking at, so my thought process is, you know, I was thinking I lived to 90. That's 40 years. Okay. Right. I probably won't live to 90. But if I lived to 90, because if I had that much money, maybe I'd be a more active and, you know, healthier lifestyle and things like that. You definitely would. Right. So um, be bowling a lot more, playing golf a lot more, those types of things. Oh, no. You, since you weren't working, I think we'd work out five days a week. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Or golfing maybe five not, days a week. You know, the point maybe is, not yeah. doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger workout. But, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. I think we'd get on the treadmill for 30 minutes and right. do some light lifting little cardio, you know. Right. And if you continue to do that, you're going to lose weight and get in shape and eat right, you know. Right. It, it just kind of falls into place when you get that motivation. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, so, yeah. So, for me, and then, you know, I would buy a place. You know, people probably would say, well, wouldn't you just put a, you know, get a loan or whatever and pay? No, I don't want to pay the interest. I don't want anybody else to get my money. I'm right. just going to buy it outright, be done with it. I don't have monthly payments, you know, and and that way it makes life a little easier that way, right? Because that ten thousand right. a month goes longer if you don't have monthly mortgage payment. Yeah, and so those types of things. So yeah, uh, you know, I'd I'd be apt to more buy everything with cash, no credit cards, no, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get a loan on a truck. I just buy the truck, and you know, I want to buy my place, you know. And then I would probably put my own internal gym. That way I wouldn't have to go somewhere else and work out. But that's See, that's just... the problem for me. Right? The, the, the internal gym is my problem. Really? Yeah, because I'll go hang clothes on it and 
just walked by it. Uh, okay. That's I, a good I laid point. on my bed in my apartment and looked at my treadmill all the time. I, I looked at it every day. I know. I, I, I don't know. I think, I think I'd be a lot more active. And you know what? My figures were wrong. At a million, if you have a million dollars cash, you can put it in an interest bearing account and make 5000 a month. So $2 so, million to get you 10000 or a little more, yes. or something like so that. So if you had ten million, you're going to make, you know, decent amount of money, thirty-five, forty thousand dollars a month. I'd be more than comfortable living on that. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if I had that kind of money, right, right, I would want to buy a house on the lake with a pool. It would have gas. It have to have a gas stove, and a chef's kitchen. Yep. I would love that, and it wouldn't be big. I don't want a ginormously big house. Like you see all these guys, Bill Gates' house is 66,000 square feet. Right. Why? Because he can. Well, yeah. I guess <laughs> I guess at that point, it's not the house. It's how far you can piss, and you need to piss better than the next Well, but here's neighbor, the other thing. He can know. also afford the, the, the cleaning lady that comes in and cleans it. It's not like he has the to clean it. staff. Well, cleaning staff. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> But you know Probably what I about mean. Fifteen people, right? But yeah, I mean, how if if it's that big? How many rooms? I don't even know how many rooms there are. Twelve, fifteen rooms, right. state rooms. Right. They all have their own bathroom. They're all little mini kitchen. The whole bit. Why? Yeah. See, I wonder how often they get used. I want I want like a three thousand square foot home. That's two bedrooms, two bathrooms. Oh, see. I'm going to one-up you on that because <laughs> I'm going to buy some land yeah. and I'm going to build four or five homes on it, but they're all going to be like my house, yeah, maybe 1,800 square feet. Right. One bedroom, one bath, kitchen, but the bathroom is going to be state-of-the-art. The bedroom is going to be state. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, and if somebody else, if you... If you want to come over and spend the weekend, you have your own house. Right. So there's no sharing bathroom, you know, none of yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. All right. And that it would be on a lake so I could, you know, ski until I couldn't ski anymore and then sit out there and enjoy watching the kids ski, you know. Right. It'd be on enough property that maybe I could hunt on and it'd be away from, you know, civilization, but not too far. Right. Where I can, you know, Run into town and get on a plane and go to Vegas or go to, you know. Yes. Yeah, I would have multiple homes. Small, multiple small homes. Really? Yes. Now, if I won a billion dollars, I'd probably have multiple fairly nice size homes. Okay. So I got I to gotta ask the question. This common question. Would you pay for anything for the, your family? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. See, that's where the that's where we get back to the beginning. How do you not tell somebody that right. you've won millions of dollars? Right. How do you do that? Right. My mother would kill me if I won a billion dollars and never told her. I know, right? She'd disown you, know I mean? you for like, what the hell? Yeah. Where'd you get that truck, Nick? Oh, I just got a big old bonus at work. She ain't no fool. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. Exactly. You know, and I know a, I know a couple that I used to ride with where she won a publisher's clearinghouse, and she gets $1,000 a week for the rest of her life. Oh, that's cool. So 
So after taxes, it comes out to somewhere a little over 800, 825, 850, something like that. 2400 is nothing to make a stick at for free money. $800 a week. She gets 800, let's just say $825 a week. A week. Yeah, I know, but if you multiply that, if you multiply that times four for four weeks in a month, that's twenty four hundred, twenty five hundred dollars a month. You know, and she's been receiving that money for over six years now, and still to this day, she hasn't touched a penny. Nice. Here's the deal, too. Her parents are worth millions. They're on Clear Lake. They have a house and a house behind their house. They're all living in. Dad just passed away. Mom's probably in her late 90s. Right. So she's already going to have millions, and she still gets that. Yeah. So the money that was sitting there, they're thinking about buying a state-of-the-art motorhome and start traveling because he just retired. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, she won the the Publishers Clearinghouse $1,000 a week for the rest of her life. Nice. Okay. That doesn't sound like a lot of money, though, does it? But... Think about it. No, it, it's fifty-two thousand dollars a year for nothing. For nothing. Oh, it's more than no. It's that fifty-two thousand dollars a year. Yeah, 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 you're right. I'll so take it. you know, so that, but that's a crazy thing. So you, you have, you want like, you know, fifty acres and build a couple of houses around it. That's yeah. kind of you know what your attitude is. Me, you know, the fifty acres would be kind of cool. Ten to twenty isn't bad either for me. You know, you, you need at least ten. Well, yeah, at least ten. That's yeah, a given. You can hunt on ten, right? But you know, twenty acres would be more. Would I build a extra houses on it? Yes, I I would build a house for my kids to live on it. I I wouldn't have a problem with that at all. I would put them on the other side of the property, so that way we've <laughs> yeah. got our distance. You know what I mean? Right. They have their right. privacy. I have mine. You know. Um. But yeah, I you know, and I'd say a three thousand dollar home because I want a big bedroom, you know, I right. want a big living room so I can entertain guests. I want a big kitchen so I can have multiple people in there cooking for. Well, I mean, you've seen the kind of parties I throw. It's it's so tough to get in our kitchen and everybody be in there working at the same time and right. You know, it's just really tough. But we have a lot of fun when we do it. So right. You know, that's the type of stuff that I think about is, is okay, I need a place, one that's made for me. Of course, I'm going to want a mini studio slash office in my right. house. So, you know, spare bedroom. So if somebody wanted to come over and hang for, you know, a night or two, that's fine. There's a spare bedroom. One of my that's kids. That's why you just build a, a, little, a little house like 50 feet away that's like two staterooms. They both have bathrooms and they're kind of separate. Right. But the kitchen's between the two of them, so they have to share that. Right. Oh, that's that's what I you know. That's that's a good idea. Yeah. But I could just as easily just build a nice garage and put it over the garage. Oh, that's true. I would have a big garage with a few toys in it. Yeah. See, there you go. If you think about it, (laughs) there would be a few toys in that garage. Exactly. Exactly. So, but okay, okay, let's, so we've talked about houses and what you would do. Vehicles. What's on your list, man? Come on. So see, yeah, I would, you know, I want a vet. I do want a vet. I literally literally thought about selling uh, my motorcycle and getting a vet. 
Okay. But I don't want if I had if I had millions, if I won the big Powerball and it was a billion dollars and walked away with four hundred million bucks, I wouldn't want one of the newer vets. I don't like them. You like the older ones. I like the older ones. So I'd probably buy one that was in mint condition or have buy one and then send it to somebody who restores all that stuff right. for like another hundred grand. Yeah. You know, and makes it brand new, everything, mint condition, everything's brand new. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would do. So I'd have I'd have my my diesel truck. I have to have my Denali, but it would be in my color. I would have a vet and I'm trying to figure out there's there's those uh, Polaris slingshots, you know, those three-wheeled car, motorcycle, slash... Spiders? Whatever they are. Huh? Are they spiders? They're, they're, they're opposite of a spider. Spider has the two wheels in front, but it's you sit on it like a motorcycle. Oh. The slingshots are the ones that are, you actually sit down in. There's one wheel behind you. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the other one. It's called Vander... Uh, it's driving me crazy. I would have one of those. Okay. And of course, I would probably, ha- I would definitely have a ski boat, and hopefully, I'd have a lake to go ski on. That's funny. You wouldn't invest in any business. See, that's a. I have a. I have a. You know, I've got a doctor right now. That if I won $400 billion, I mean, if I walked away with that kind of money, yes, I would invest in several people that I know that have their own business. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. I would just invest in them, but I would do it legitimately. I wouldn't just hand them money and go, here you go, you know, sink or swim. No, I wouldn't do that. Right. I would do it legally. I mean, I'd I'd create an LLC. Yeah, exactly. I'd have... I'd have living trusts. I'd have all that kind of stuff. All that stuff would be rolled up into there. And the business would buy into, yeah. yeah. You and I would start a business. The one we've been trying to, wanting to do, but just haven't ever really pulled the trigger to do it. What business is that? <laughs> I know. I'm just so <laughs> Like, say, oh, you just wanted me to promote it? No, 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 no. I don't want you to tell anybody. <laughs> oh, okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't gonna do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell because anybody our idea. Who knows? We might win the lotto, and then we'll start that business. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But I mean, it's a big. That it's a that's a tough deal, man. How do you not tell anybody? What if you're dating somebody? Yeah. See, and that's the hard I mean, part. You're gonna okay. get laid more if. <laughs> I know. I'm I know. being. I'm being. I'm being snarky, of course, but you know. But it's true. It's the persona of you is going to change. Exactly. I am. If people find out I won four hundred million dollars, I will instantly grow to six foot tall. <laughs> That's not funny because you know it will be. I know. I know. It's Every just girl sad. will go screw my insecurities and my Amazon body. He's got money. Exactly, right? He can take care of me and buy me all the fun stuff I want. And he can make me feel feminine with that big old pearl necklace and that yeah, big yeah. old diamond ring that I can't care. Yeah. Yeah. I will instantly become six foot tall. <laughs> that's the way it works. The way it works. See, and that's my only fear. It's funny. I was telling my son, I said, I said, I ever, if I ever win the lotto, 
He said, you'd get rid of your Jeep. And I'd be like, no, I'm going to keep it. He's like, why would you keep your Jeep? I was like, so I can drive it to first date. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm sorry, but if you drive up in some, you know, smoked out whatever vehicle, it doesn't matter how you look most of the time. They're going to want to go out with you. If you if I drove up in a really tricked out truck, you know, a hundred thousand Dodge Ram, you know, whatever. $300 shirt on with about an $800 pair of slacks, $1,000 pair of shoes. Right. Yeah. Even still, your persona of your confidence is going to be through the roof. Right. Right. Your whole persona walking in the room is going to be night and day. Right. But see, I'm going to I'm going to drive a Jeep Cherokee. I'm going to wear a pair of Wranglers. Still going to wear my Callaway shirt. Right? Why yeah. why would I change that? Because you know what? If you don't accept me from me, why would you accept me with my money? Now, if you can't find somebody that can't accept you for you and only wants you for your money, then you understand that's that's the shallow end of the pool. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's just shallow people. Right. But, you know, that's a big argument of saying, well, I demand a certain lifestyle. You know, I've heard that. Or I expect a certain, I've lived a certain lifestyle. Right. You know, these women that have lived in these million-dollar homes and now all of a sudden they're having to live in a trailer park and they don't want to find a guy that lives in a trailer park. I know. You know what I mean? Right. Or even men, you know, they had it all and the wives took it from them or the wives were the rich ones and they're living back in trade. They don't want to do that again, you know? Right. But the persona, if you live in a trailer park, your persona is going to reflect that. Right. So, right. I don't know. I, I would probably get to the point that if I wasn't already dating somebody in a full capacity where they already know who I am and that I that they love me and I'm then right. I won four hundred million dollars. You know, that if that that'd be you know, I'd have to eventually say something. I would definitely tell you. I'd blow it. I I couldn't, you know <laughs> I'd just look at you and go I, I literally would look at you and go, Jay, we're fucking rich. That's, <laughs> that's all I would say. And you would know exactly, right? Yeah, I know, I know. I know. That's too funny. It's funny because it'd be like, Nick, we've had an investment. (laughs) But I know what you mean. See, I'd be a lot more bold. I'd be bold. Yeah, we're we're freaking rich. Yeah, there you go. That's funny. But But see, see, go ahead. Yeah, no, and I bet you and I were going the same place with that. You and I are diehard friends to to the death. That's the way it is. Right. Ain't no matter money one way or the other going to change that. Right, exactly. So that's why I'm saying I could tell you, right. no doubt about it. Right. But two people can't keep a secret. I know my family would figure it out because, I, you know, so, and then they're going to say, and then all of a sudden they're driving new cars, especially at $400 million, they're going to be driving new cars and the houses are going to get fixed up. My mom probably won't move. Okay. But, you know, my brother's fixing to put a $150,000 pool in the back of his yard. Right. But the one that they really wanted was 310000 oh. I would put that one in there. Right. The, the tough part about putting a pool in his backyard is he lives on the water. Right. 
So the bulkhead, all of that would have to be ripped out, redone, and it'd have to be severely, you know, heavy duty duty. Yes. And then all the soil would have to be put in right, and then they'd have to put pillars in and all that stuff for this bigger pool. So they opted for the hundred and thirty, hundred fifty thousand dollar pool. Yeah, I can't blame them. So, and I'm sure that's where they're going to be when they retire. Right. You know exactly because he's he's fifty already, so I'm sure that's where he's going to be. Was right. This house I'm buying, I'm pretty sure I'm going to die in it. You know, unless I win the lottery, <laughs> then I'll just have somebody rent it out for like, just pay all your bills and give me a hundred dollars a month. I don't know. Can you do that? But could you do that? Could you find somebody that's at our working class level and go? I've paid for this house. You guys can move in. Would you charge him anything? Yes. Exactly. Because if you didn't charge anything, they're not going to have respect for the home. They're going to trash it and then go end up in an apartment for $1,500, $1,800 a month. Yeah. Well, the other flip side, if you're still on the home, you still have to pay yearly taxes on it. Yeah, but at four hundred million dollars, what's seven thousand dollars a year? Exactly. Or five thousand or two thousand. Right. You know what I mean? But but here's the whole thing. At five thousand dollars a year, okay. Uh six thousand, let's make it simple. Divide that by twelve, that's five hundred dollars a month. Right. If for your to your point, if it's free, they're not gonna care. They won't take care of it. At five hundred thousand five hundred dollars a month, at least there's some kind of you know, accountability, respectability to that, you know. Um, or would you, yeah, I'd have to keep it as an asset of mine, but you could say, this is your house, it's your monkey. Right. I would still write up a contract and be legal with it. Right. Even if it was somebody that I've known for 50 years, right? Right. So, right, this is your home. I'm going to keep it in my name. And when you're ready to sell it, you sell it and the money goes to you. Not a year from now, but we do a contract thing. You got to live into it. You got to live in it for five years. X amount of time. Get your get your financial shit together right. for five years. Then you can do what you want. You know? Right. But I would have I would I would buy up real estate if I had four hundred million dollars. Really? I'd have a thousand acre ranch somewhere out in West Texas. You know, because you can do that for ten million. Okay. And if you got four hundred million, that's pocket change. See, I would buy. I'd like to buy, and this is funny. I'd like to buy, I don't know, hundred acres in Indiana. Cool. Okay. Good idea. Right. So I could go to Indiana during the summer when it's only ninety degrees, not <laughs> ninety nine degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's only 90 up north. Right? <laughs> in the summer in July and August, it's only 90, folks. I mean, I'm telling you. It, it, it's... Why don't you just move to California? It's 74 degrees year-round. No. Can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. No. You're right. I couldn't either. I don't uh, know. I I wouldn't mind. I like visiting California. I've been there several times. I've never been. I've, I've been to California Several times. I've right. been to Silicon Valley. I've been to North California. I've been to LA. I've been, yeah. And and I've been to San Diego because I went to the SeaWorld there. Oh, yeah. California is beautiful. 
no doubt about it, but no, I would never live there. Yeah. Too many wackadoos. I would rather me. live in Indiana or Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Janesville. Jane, yeah. <laughs> there you go. I got I still got friends that live in Janesville. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. but but you know, that's the whole thing. When you think about it, it's what's the minimal, but what's the realistic? You know, no. now it's no. really funny because I, I will tell you this. How many people, just to a guess, how many people go broke after winning the lotto? See, there's a bunch of TikTok and Instagram videos on that. Really? And there, there's actually a YouTube video on the top 10 people who have destroyed themselves winning the lottery. Really? One lady, this is, and I'm, I can't even imagine, I know it was over $100 million that she won. Right. Five years later, she's living in a one-bedroom apartment in a shitty part of town and taking the bus to her job. Wow. Yes. Young lady with kids. Even over, no she investment? over $100 million and blew it all in five years and was taking the bus to her waitress job. I still, I, I know it can be done. It's just still unfathomable for me that people do that. And, and yes. here's the problem, okay? And, and, and you made a, it started off the show exactly like that. But so just to give you, study shows 70% of lottery winners go bankrupt. 70%. Yes. 70%. That's an insane number. But see, they, you got to look at that too. Because look, there needs to be a, a monetary limit on what that status is. Right. You can't win $1,000 and say, I'm, I'm part of the 70%. I, I don't think they're saying that. I think they they're talking, talking about a million or more. The, the big Powerball, Mega Millions, the big. Right, ones. right. The million or more. Yes, I think that's what they're talking about. But here's the whole thing. I and and maybe I don't get it because I guess maybe I'm a little more. I think about it. You know, um, like you said, you need to invest savings. You know, it, hell, how much interest will you make off of a savings account if you throw it in a savings account? If if you put a million dollars in a five percent interest savings account that's five thousand dollars a month right i, I don't know if that's uh, it's close right that's what i'm saying at a million dollars because i looked it up right that's when i was saying back in the day i need five million dollars to to quit working right but see that, if i had five million that's twenty five thousand dollars a month so i know our numbers for this whole podcast are skewed but it's right. something like that right but but here's the whole thing it goes back to your point how Okay, how? Because when they won the, the lotto, they're like, well, I'll do this for this person. I'll do this for this person. I'll take care of this person. No offense, but number one, you take care of yourself. You cannot yes. help other people if you don't take care of yourself. And a lot of people, but they're, they're struggling. Or this person's struggling. Or they're, this is, they're about to lose their house, or they're about to lose that. You know what? You, they would have lost it 
if you if you hadn't won the lottery, the chances are you could probably give them a little bit of money and it will help them not lose it, but they need to continue to pay for that. That is not your responsibility. I would say most people, if you gave them money to get them out of debt, they're still going to screw it. They're, they're going to screw it up anyway. Yeah. Our, our destination for all of our lives. Yes. We choose how those are set. Yeah. So here you and I are, we're it professionals. We're doing a podcast. All of a sudden now one of us has $400 million. Right. So if I give you half of that, how, how are we going to respond and react going forward? You know what I mean? Right. And the, especially the people that didn't win and you just handed it to them. I don't know if that's worse. It is worse. I do know people that if I won that kind of money and I said, look, here, here's $100,000. Get yourself on your feet. They'd squander every penny of it and right. then hate themselves but get right back into the ditch that they were in when I gave them the money. Right. Exactly. Because they don't know any other way. Right. You get stuck in this rut of this is how my life is. This is where I'm going. I'm not going to go up or down. I'm done. Okay. So what about, okay. So what about the logic of, okay. Say for instance, I, I get, take my brother, for example, or even okay. you, for example. Okay. I would, I, do probably more than this, but I'm just an example. Um, if I won the lotto and I walked up to you and say, I want to pay your house off. I don't want to give you any money. I want you to log into your account and I'm going to pay your house off. And I would go, okay. Yeah. But, but do you think that's a better management of money? Because I'm not just giving you money to squander. I'm setting you up for your future. It is. But what is the response of what most people would do? Just give me the money. I'll take care of it. No, 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 no. You just flat out say, Nick, your house is paid for. Right. All you have to do is worry about your bills and your taxes and all that. Right. Okay. My mortgage is $2,000 a month. Just say. I'm just rounding numbers, right? Right. Exactly. If you paid off my house right now, I still would take that $2,000 and pay it to a savings account, a separate account, somewhere where I wouldn't touch it. And you're the only one that would, or you're yeah, one of the few that would. most people would take the 2000 and go, oh, well, I've been wanting this TV my whole life. Oh, I've been wanting this car my whole life. And then all of a sudden now, they're this far into debt, yes. and they'll sell the house to get out of debt and then have to buy something smaller. Right. Think that, putting that in the back of my head, I'm like, I won't change a single thing that I'm doing. Right. If you paid off my house, I wouldn't quit my job. I wouldn't do anything. Right. I would continue to pay a mortgage into a, an account that I didn't see or touch. Right. Just as if I was paying the mortgage on the house. Right. I would still, you know, use my money to buy whatever I needed. Right. If I had a catastrophe, you know, like the whole air conditioner system for $25,000 needs to be replaced. That I might reach into that pocket and grab. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Well, but that's what that's there for, right? Right. But I, I damn sure wouldn't go out and buy a two hundred thousand dollar car and you know, right, 
Exactly. You know, I'd stay living in the house. I'd try to, you know, I'd try. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'd try to put that money and do the right thing. It's easy you know, to say to it now to, instead of, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I try to, st- I st- I try to stick to the integrity. Right. You know, so right. that's a tough thing. I mean, that's really tough because that's what you're worried about. You go help somebody out that's struggling. Is it really going to help them out? No. You know, yes if they didn't no. know how to manage their money before, you're just giving them more money to not manage afterwards. To to do it worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And some people I know, if I gave them money like that or bought their house, I guarantee you, the minute that I bought the house, they would take a mortgage out on the house for probably the amount of the house, the car, trip to Bora Bora, drinking every night, partying every day, lose their job, and then be stuck. Oh, yeah, I guarantee you, I could... I can name three or four people that I've met in my lifetime that that's exactly what they would do. I'm sure there's quite a few more. <laughs> I was being generous. <laughs> no, let's just be but honest. But then again, I know people now, the people that I choose to be in my life. Right. You, Paul, Matt, you know, Elise. I know that those these people that I hang out with, you hang out with, our little group. Right. Everybody has enough integrity to realize that, okay, Nick won the lotto and he's going to pay my house off to help me move forward, but I'm going to make sure that I move forward. Yes. I mean, granted, I'm pretty sure that Paul would go out and buy that $9,000 hoodie that he wanted, (laughs) but, you know, we all got to splurge every now and then. That'd be a Christmas I'd, present. That probably hell no. That'd be the first thing I'd probably do is I'd call Paul and go, "Come on, let's go get that hoodie real quick." There you go. Oh let's my not, gosh, nine thousand dollars over four million. That would be that would be great. <laughs> that I would, would be hilarious. That look, oh. I could just see a look on his face and just be like, "Yeah, let's go." Yeah, let's go. Exactly. And he's like, "But I'm buying you dinner." Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah. Oh my god. You that buy me that, I'm gonna buy you dinner. I'd, yeah, that that's hilarious. Really? <laughs> I just won four hundred million dollars here, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Let's buy the restaurant. I know, right? That's, see, that's the kind of shit where you get in trouble. I know it is. You know, when you get arrogant and cocky, let's just buy the damn restaurant. Well, you buy the restaurant, you don't know how to run a restaurant. Right. That restaurant's going to go right in the shitter. I know. You know, I think that's the kind of stuff that... People do. I did hear one about some guy in London. He won 900, nine, 9 million pounds or whatever it was back in the day. Right. And then three three years later, he was in jail broke, you know. That's just sad. Because that's all he did was party. Yeah. He had lots of friends. Right. So, yeah. See, and the funny... I mean, yeah, I would do extravagant. I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off. No, you're good, you're good. It's just funny because I, 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 when I look at it, I don't know what I'd do. Let's just be honest, okay? I could tell you what I want to do, but I don't know what I would do. Good point. Very good point. You know, I mean, there, there's so many things because we all sit there and say, man, this is what I'd do if I won the lotto. But really, do you know what you would really do? Do you have the mental strength and commitment to stick to what you want to do? Good point. Very good point. Because that will, I don't care what anybody says, it will change your life. It will, 100%. Yes. It you will know? change your life. Exactly. 
You know, it, you could take a, a normal guy who's loyal to his, his girlfriend, to everyone, and then he's like, I got enough money, I can just screw whoever I want. Do whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want. Exactly. If there's a problem, throw money at it. Exactly. Yes. And that's how some of these people get broke. Yeah. So, because, yeah, you can't throw money at a problem. You deal with a problem. So, but. And it's funny, because when I think about it, the first thing I think about doing is helping the people that I love first. Right. Not even, not even thinking about the things that I want. Right. You know, I have a, a couple friend, and they're going through a brutal divorce. Right. I would want to help her out because he's really he's really being mean to her. I don't know how he did it. Right. And my buddy Joey, I would hook him up. Right. Definitely hook him up, you know. Right. But those are the things I think of first. I would hook you up. I would, you know. Right. And then, okay, well, I'll get my, you know, I wouldn't buy a new house or anything right away. Maybe a new truck. Yeah. Because I want my favorite color. Right. See, the funny thing I is. I might go on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, <laughs> you, you mentioned truck. And, you know, the funny thing is, is the first thing I would do is I would text, you know, all my brothers and sisters and my mom and dad. And I wouldn't even tell them why. And I would just tell them, hey, um, it's really important. Can you guys meet me at this address at such and such a time? I know it's, uh, you know, a lot to ask, but I, I really need everyone to meet me here. And, and, and then? And then it would be a, a Dodge truck dealership. And I'd be like, whatever truck you want on the lot, pick it out. You can have it. It's paid for. But that's all Jay, you're getting from me. <laughs> that has to be the saddest story I've ever heard. Why? You honestly are going to embarrass all these people by Forcing them to drive a Dodge? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pull that one. I know. I had I know. to pull that because it's fair. a Dodge. Yeah. And hey, I, I love my Dodge. I don't have nothing against Dodges. I just like the, the stigma around Dodge, Chevy. See, here's the deal. It's Dodge, Chevy, and Ford, right? Yeah, I won't drive a Ford. Okay. But where's GMC? Part of Chevy. Is GMC considered Chevy? Yeah. Because I'm a Chevy man. Yeah. So then I'm a Chevy man because I like the Denali package. Of the GMC so, truck. Uh, but it's only on GMCs. Right. So, and I drove a Ford for a while. And I, I'm kind of a fix-it guy. You know, I can do certain things. Right. Like replace a battery. I mean, and the alternators and the, you know. Right. I can't do hardcore engine work. I struggled more working on a Ford than I did a Chevy. Right. Don't ask me why. Right. Now, but you know when you when ahead. you win four hundred million dollars, you don't. Now, do now four hundred million dollars would be different for my family than if I won like a hundred million or forty million or something like that. It's all different. Yeah. Because if it, yeah, oh, it would you know, for me, you know, I would be, and and I'm I'm being honest, I would, I'd tell my mom and dad whatever house you want, you know, let me know, and what we'll do is we'll find two houses side by side. And my parents will get one, and my older brother get the other. Right. Okay? Uh, both of them have problems. My dad's in a wheelchair, and both my brother and sister are their disability. And oh, you'll so, have to 
trick the house out. Right. Yeah. But the point is, is they're there for each other. Okay. And see, you can't do that with your mom. Why? You can't say go pick out a house because she'll go. She'll just go to a double wide. Uh, she would. <laughs> you know your mother. You'd have to go find two houses. Yeah, you're right. Okay. And just flat out buy them and go. Right. You're moving in here. Right. Exactly. That's it. Right. And I'm paying someone to move you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your mom wouldn't do it. You know she wouldn't. She. Oh, you don't need to spend that kind of money on me because that's your mom. I know. I know. But my it, mother would go. This house ain't big enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> No, but, she wouldn't say that, but you know. Yeah, I know what you're she, saying. She, she right. lives in a big old house by herself right now. Right. So, but I would, so. you know, for my other brothers and sisters, I'd be like, okay, you know, log into your account. I just pay off their house. I'm not going to give you any money. Don't ask for any money. I ain't giving you anything. Right. You know, I'll pay off the house so you don't have a mortgage and that extra money you can use if you want to live a better lifestyle. However you but, choose to do it. Right. Got to give them that respect. Yeah. Yes. But if you want to choose to save it and, and, and invest in your future, great. If you don't, I'm done. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm sorry. But you, you, I, I think that's harsh to say. But I think you also have to be smart with your money. And that's why these people are 70%, you know, bankrupt. Because they're not smart. You, there's so many things you could do, you know. Well, well I mean, think about it. If you put the money in the right places, and you, I'm not even talking about high-risk stock marketing and stuff like that. Right. I don't know if you ever remember Garth Brooks said he was worth over $300 million at the time, and he said, I've got more money than my grandkids' grandkids can spend. And it's because he's put his money in the right place. He hasn't pissed it away yep. or taken care you know, he hasn't done any of the things that you and I are talking about. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. but here's the thing. What happens if we do this podcast now, and then one of us wins the money? Then we got to go back and watch this podcast to make sure that we're actually going to do what we say we're going <laughs> to do when we didn't have the money. <laughs> I'm not worried. I'm not even. <laughs> I know it will. I can't, you can't sit there and say it won't change you, but it'll change me. But I'm gonna look at this in the where's it at? This in the mirror every day. Right. And remind myself. Right. So Yeah, well, I mean, but and I think that's the important thing is to be able to look at yourself in the mirror even after you win all that money and make sure you still like what you see. Yes. Absolutely. Look in the mirror. And look at your face and count to 10. If you can make it to 10, you're good. Right. But if you spend all night cheating and drinking and doing whatever, and you get up in the morning and you can't look yourself in the mirror, you know you did wrong, and you probably should reevaluate where your life is right now. <laughs> I think if you start on that path, you're going to go all the way to the bottom before you realize it. Because, you know, every, when people get on those paths and do those things, they have to go all the way to the bottom of the ditch before they'll realize. they got to be at the bottom of the hole before they, they, they crawl shouldn't, out. They shouldn't. That's the problem. They shouldn't have to. What? It's funny how we do. Well, yeah, we all do. I know. I know. It's, but it's, it, we shouldn't have to. And, that, and I think that's the problem. And here's the problem. I mean, no, no offense, but here, I'll tell you why 70% of lotto winners go bankrupt 
All right. Poor people, <laughs> we don't know how to, to manage money. Right. <laughs> Let's just be honest, folks. <laughs> poor people don't know how to manage money. Because if Absolutely we did, right. we wouldn't be poor. <laughs> so let's just be honest. But they have accounting firms that can do that for you. Right. You know. Right. And you pray none you of can them hire swindle accounting you. Accounting firms nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. I already know it. I already know the accounting firm that I would hire. Oh, good for and you. She works out of Laporte. Yeah. I would actually walk up to her and go, "I just won four hundred million dollars. I need you to manage my money, and I need you to make sure that I'm consistently making money, not losing money." Yes. You know what I mean? Right. They they my can return. That. Yeah. Yeah. My my return should be higher than outgoing. And they can do that. When you got that kind of money, you'd have to spend a lot of money to lose money. Yeah. If you're not investing, if you are yeah. investing, you you're right. Four hundred million dollars in a one percent interest rate account. One <laughs> percent. I know. That's four hundred thousand dollars a month. I know. You have no reason why. I think why. I could live very stupidly <laughs> on $400,000 a month. It never touched the original amount. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, never, never touch, touch it. it. Yeah. That's what Garth's doing. Right. That $300 million that he was worth at the time. Right. I don't know if he liquidated or did whatever, but I'll bet you anything he ain't touching it. He's living off the interest of that kind of money. Right. So that, That's nothing wrong with that. That's some good living, dude. Yeah, it so. is. Oh, did we already go over? Yeah, we just hit an hour. You know, the funny thing is, is we, t- we went a little all over here on this one. I, I really like this episode because we talked about, you know, um, the lotto. Of course, it's, it's pretty high right now. But we talked about um, people's emotional and kind of uh, their state, how they, their personalities and how it would change and things that you would do. And we talked a little bit about what ourselves would do, but it it kind of gives you an insight into the way people think, you know, and the way they react, you know, 70% go bankrupt. I mean, that's a telltale sign right there. You know, this wasn't just about the lotto and what we would do, but it was more about, you know, the commitment of what people do when they win that, the, you know, kind of, Friends are friends, or friends are just there for money. You know, there were so many right. topics that we really covered. I thought was really interesting, and and people need to think about those things because it's yep. not just, in my opinion, about the lotto. Because even if you find that great job and you're doing really well, you always have those people who are there, who want to tear you down or spend your money or whatever. They're not there to build you up, right. you know? And so I, I, will, I will say this, you know, you and Paul and Elise, you guys are great friends. Sometimes you pay when I'm struggling on a paycheck or whatever, and I appreciate it. But you also know that I want to pay back. And so there have been times when I've come back and I'm like, oh, this is mine. My turn, you know, right, and and, yeah, and yeah. I think you know we all understand that that at any given month, one or you know one of us may be struggling, something may be going on, but that doesn't mean that we can't still have fun as oh, a absolutely. crew, you know, and and I think that is the key to good relationships is understanding 
that we all want to be there to help each other, but we also all understand that not not everybody's always going to have, you know, what they need. So you take this month, I take next month, you know, you take, you know, and we've done that numerous times, right. you know, and, right. and that's what I love about our group. I really but do. See, even still in the future, let's just say one of us won the, 40 the million, big 400 four, million. Okay. And we did. I I look at it more as I'm the steward of the money that God gave me to take care of the people that I love. Yes. I'm just the steward. I'm not, you know, right. I was the lucky one that God chose to say, hey, I'm going to give you this money. I need you to take care of the people that you love. Right. And that's what I would do. Nothing wrong with that. And I, I love myself. So I would, you know, yeah, of course. I would do. I'm sure I would do some crazy stuff. Right. I would go to Bora Bora and spend twenty two thousand dollars a night to live on one of those, you know, those little things over the water. You know, I would do something <laughs> goofy like that. You always got to do it once, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna live there. I'm just gonna go say, oh, this is how the rich people live. Okay, got it. I'm out. Yeah. Checkbox. No. <laughs> what is yep. it? Bucket list. Bucket, bucket list. list. <laughs> oh, man. That's another thing. You bucket list and go through the roof. They want to talk about that next podcast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, folks, we, we don't want to tie, tie up your time anymore. But, yeah, you know, it, it, we're, we were a little bit all over the place. But, I mean, you know, you really think about it. It, it can change your life. But does it change it for the better? And that's, a, that's, that's the big thing on your, your podcast here. Question. Yeah. Big question. That's that's my ending question for the, the, the show. So there you go. Anything you want to final thoughts you want to share with the team? To the love crowd. You, brother. I love you, brother. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I love you too, man. Of course we love our fans. Um, yep. Second episode back after a nice little break. We hope you enjoyed the show. And uh keep following and keep listening.